This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network. Learn more at trine.edu. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Onliners Podcast, a podcast that dives deeper into the mysterious world of online learning, featuring myself, Regina, and my colleague and good friend, Kirsten. Hi, Kirsten. Hi, Regina. We are two higher education professionals at Trine Online, a team within Trine University, located in Angola, Indiana. Kirsten and I are two ships passing in the night for the next week or two, with vacation days scheduled and meetings on the calendar. So it's just me, Regina, for this episode. With that said, we aren't going to skip a beat creating our episodes. We are going to actually provide you with a three-part series over the next three podcasts. The focus of the series is from an online hybrid framework proposed by William Horton for online course activities in his book, E-Learning by Design. A citation for his book and link to his information will be included in the show notes because I'm going to rely heavily on the information that he shares. The framework includes three types of activities absorb type activities, do type activities, and connect type activities. This week, the focus of the podcast will be the first of the three, the absorb type activity. So let's dive right in. Absorb type activities are really the prep work for the do type and connect type. Absorb type activities for an online or hybrid classroom are provided to learners to inform and inspire them. Learners can read, watch, and listen to materials provided in the online course. It is the closest thing to receiving pure information. Absorb type activities can be considered physically passive, but they can also be considered mentally active. Absorb type are the foundation, the groundwork for the do type and the connect type. According to Horton, the recommended proportion for absorb, do, and connect is 40 50, and 10. So 40% for the absorb type activity, 50% for the do type activity, and 10% for the connect type activity. So students should ideally spend 40% of their time receiving information, 50% practicing, and the other 10% reflecting. Absorb type activities include, but are not limited to, such things as watching a lecture, presentation, or demonstration. It is reading a book or an article. It is moving through a slideshow or PowerPoints. It is listening to stories told by the instructor. Actually, listening to this podcast would be considered an absorb type activity. Absorb type are obviously super important to an online course, and therefore choosing the right materials for your course is crucial. Those materials prepare your learners for the do type and the connect type activities. So let's take a closer look at the different absorb type. I will share information on presentations, readings, stories, and virtual field trips. The first two, presentations and readings, are the most common. Presentations, which can also be thought of as lectures or demonstrations, convey information and show a sequential flow of information. Presentations should be well-organized, narrated clearly, and include a visual component. A recorded lecture of the instructor discussing Chapter 5 of an OER textbook, a TED Talk on strategic leadership, or a YouTube video by a staff member from the National Archives describing the Bill of Rights are all examples of a presentation. 
So let's consider readings now. As Horton describes in his e-learning by design book, sometimes the best e-learning is a good book or a good e-book. In this case, we can direct learners to a singular document to read, like a research article or a blog or a book. Or we can provide an entire library with accessible hyperlinks for students to explore. With all of the fancy gadgets and tools and graphics displayed in our online learning world, the stability of a simple document can be soothing. While it may seem boring to read text, sometimes it is the best type of absorbed type activity provided. So don't overlook the simplicity and the power of reading in an online course. Documents that can be used in such an absorbed type activity can be, again, books and textbooks and articles, but also manuals and reports, brochures, diaries and journals, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. So presentations and reading are the most common types of materials that are used for absorbed type activities. But let's also consider stories and virtual field trips. First, stories. My personal disclaimer is that I am a huge fan of organizational storytelling and I see great value in telling stories. During my grad school years, I read about and conducted research on the impact of organizational storytelling on organizational members. Everyone loves a good story. Stories are memorable. They present a cast of characters that we can identify with. They provide important information to the listener. They are easy to follow and stories are entertaining. Stories are oftentimes the most memorable part of the basic human interaction. And I'm not alone in my appreciation of storytelling and my belief that stories can be impactful in an online course. Victoria Zambito posted an online article on e-learning industry called Why Storytelling Works in E-Learning. She states that storytelling, quote, presents an effective delivery method in e-learning to convey information by creating relatable scenarios with which your audience will empathize in order to connect with the content. It taps into one of the most basic and authentic forms of interactions humans use to share experience. In another article by Carla Gutierrez on shiftlearning.com called How Storytelling Can Improve Your E-Learning Courses, she shared that according to a recent article in Psychology Today, Stories continue to hold power in this digital age because the human brain hasn't evolved as fast as technology, and it's only through stories that we can connect to the various digital platforms and media messages that are out there today. She goes on to say that stories can improve your e-learning courses, not only by making them more instructionally effective, but also more engaging. So there can be stories about heroes and love and disaster and tragedies. There can be discovery stories and stories about leadership. One thing that's interesting to note is that when an instructor tells a story, it is considered an absorbed type activity. But when a student shares a story back, that's when we get into the connect type activity. So here's a story that I often share in my courses. I was a new marketing director at a bank in Southwest Michigan. Because I was new, I was very sensitive to learning the cultural norms at the bank. I had just changed jobs from a global pharmaceutical giant to a community bank. I wanted to fit in at my new employer, and I realized that there would be cultural norms at my new job with my new colleagues. I was hypersensitive to any and all information that would help me do things right at the bank. It was a particularly mild winter, but we were expecting a huge snowstorm in the region. 
In passing, I wondered aloud to one of my colleagues if the bank would close if the county or state issued a state of emergency. After all, at my previous employer, we were encouraged to stay home if the roads were bad. As soon as I had wondered aloud about what happens at the bank during bad weather, my colleague looked at me stunned and shared, oh no, you come in. She went on to tell me that back in the day, in the blizzard of 1978, Sally, who was now the head teller at the main office, called into the bank president, Mr. Leonard, and told him that she would not be able to make it in. She told Mr. Leonard that her road was closed due to the snow. Well, According to my colleague, Mr. Leonard, who had left his own house early in the morning to make sure that he could get to the bank in time, went back to his car, got into it, and drove to Sally's house. He knocked on Sally's door. When she answered the door, Mr. Leonard looked at her and said, if I can make it to you, you can make it into work. And he turned around and he left. Well, I heard that story about 25 years ago, and it has stuck with me, like many stories that I've gathered along the way. I share that story about the snowstorm and Mr. Leonard in classes when the content relates to leadership approaches or ethics or human resource implications. The story itself can be applied to a variety of content topics, but the point is that the story was and continues to be memorable. There's a message in that story. So it's entirely appropriate to use storytelling in an online or hybrid learning environment. In fact, it might bring a little magic connection between the faculty member and the learner. The final absorb type activity that we'll talk about in this episode is the virtual field trip. A virtual field trip is literally a situation where you send your learner on a journey online to online museums, parks, neighborhoods, zoos, organizations, and on and on. And this is an absorb type activity. The learner is getting information on those virtual field trips. So to wrap up, absorb type activities are informational for learners. These types of activities create the basis for future learning with do type and connect type. Next week, we'll take a look at the next one, the do type activities. We hope that you'll join us. Be sure to like our podcast and we welcome all feedback. As always, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.